Welcome back, Leafs Nation, to the Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey D. I'm about to have some liquid courage with uh, the show's first guests, Brandon and Giuliano. Boys, introduce yourselves. Take it away. Um, I'm Brandon D., uh, Mike's brother, and uh, definite not uh, hostage situation going on here, making me do this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> No, there's none of that happening here. <laughs> it ain't Russia here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm uh, Giuliano, longtime friend of the Dulcim brothers. Uh, big time Leafs fan. I think and, we all are uh, here. I gotta <laughs> say, Mike, I'm uh, pretty impressed with what you've got going here. Thank you. Thank you. Show. It's a work in progress, trying to get better every episode. Yeah, I mean, the studio is, uh, you know, you've gone all out with the studio. You didn't really have to do, uh, you know, secretary, and you've got a couple of, like, interns working here for you. Oh, yeah. Just, I really just thought it was you sitting at a counter with a couple of drinks around you, but the <laughs> fact that you cut, you've set up an, an, a legitimate studio in here... <laughs> Uh, with lighting, you don't even need lighting. There's no cameras, but you've got lighting. You have a lady do makeup on you oh, yeah. for 40 minutes before each show. Like, I don't look like shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> got the makeup cast. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, it's a real treat. I, I guess We're looking pretty today. <laughs> Getting famous. Here we go. <laughs> um. I don't got the flow like I used to back in the day. <laughs> That's okay. Getting all we'll the that to can, you. Uh, use their imagination. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the audience can imagine Juliano with uh, Fabio-like uh, locks of hair. Just keep that in The wind flowing in the hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I look like Jason Spetz. <laughs> But a mini version, a mini version, <laughs> Spezza Jr. Um, so yes, welcome to the show. Uh, so for this episode, it's just going to be um, a Leaf-centric show this week. We'll talk about the uh, three games, the one last night against Columbus, and uh, the t- only two losses, uh, well, the, uh, the egg against Buffalo, and the ah, wasn't too bad against Vancouver. Um, and then from there, a couple of leaf updates. And to wrap up the show, upcoming games. And Brandon, you've got you've got a game with you? Yeah. A card got, game? Uh, I've got a movie trivia game we can play a couple rounds of to see how good you guys are on your movie trivia. I'm terrible with life, but I'm actually pretty good at pop culture. So we'll see, we'll see how this goes. Sounds All right. Good. So to get into it, the there's only one non-leaf note to get into for this week, and it's the NHL released a new logo for the playoffs, and I'm just bringing up the image now. But, boys, what do you think of the new playoff logo? There we go. So, for the listeners, so the new logo, it's the Stanley Cup in the middle uh, within, a, uh, within a banner. And then on the top, on the left, it says 20. And then on the right side, 22. 
And then on the bottom, Stanley Cup playoffs. Some very old school writing. Um, I like it. I like the realism of the Stanley Cup in this year's version. Um, I, I don't really know what they're going to do with like patches because uh, I think the previous uh, layout of the playoffs logo is easy to just make into a patch, a patch yeah. that they could throw onto a jersey and throw on the ice. Uh, this one is like the you know the writing is below the like the the logo itself. It's like a little shield with the Stanley Cup. Pretty nice. Um, maybe they'll just have that on a jersey. I think that looked pretty decent. That uh, would look really, really clean. Um, I don't know how they'll mm-hmm. stick this on a jersey with the Stanley Cup playoffs writing. Um, maybe play on the top and then, well, play on the left and well, then off on the right. Well, it'd have to, it'd have to be something different than this because you can't really just put the writing below on a jersey. Like it's got to no. be one solid piece. They might just do the Stanley Cup with the year. I think that's that's probably it's pretty subtle. It's like minimalistic, which it looks like what they're trying to do with this is just minimalistic, yeah, simple, traditional. Yeah, it's so effective. I do you like know what it, it is. Uh, you can almost read the uh, you can almost almost read the names on the Stan Cup. Yeah, that's a really cool de- detail on it too. Um, you can almost read that the Leafs uh, the Leafs are no longer almost on it. Only one 1967. One, that's the last team on it. Is on its last band. So you can almost read that, but not quite. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, no, they had just released this uh, within the last couple days now. Yeah, I think two days ago. And uh, I think the uh, the color, it switches for every team because the, uh, the lining of the banner is switched for some teams because there was one for Calgary and the, the banner lining was yellow. That's pretty- yellow or red. Yeah, it switches for every team. It's really cool. I like that. Yep. So every team gets one, even the dead last. I think they're dead last still, Montreal Canadiens. They get one too. Participation patch. <sighs> they get a patch for the playoffs that they get to play in their dreams. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the only non-leaf note for this week. And to get into the games, that uh, that egg against Buffalo, man, that was <clears throat> brutal. Honestly, that was the first I'm game with a, a full barn. It's a uh, it's classic Leafs uh, getting into kind of just letting the game get out of control. Um, I think the one thing that has been consistent throughout our whole lives with the Leafs is they just have never been able to shut down a team. Uh, they can never turn, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, really good teams that they basically just hit a switch and they can shut down a team. Uh, if they decide they don't want to get scored on anymore or, you know, they Or if they want to score again. Uh, or, you know, they can hit a switch and they can sh- shut everybody down. And it seems I like... Think, uh, I think the Leafs got that switch, but not on the defensive side. Yeah, that's, no, so that's what I'm saying. Yet. Yeah, so they've got an offensive switch and they've had it for, like... For years now, but um, the defensive switch they, to shut teams down from scoring against yeah, them is just not going to happen. It's yeah. Who do you boys think uh, Kyle Dubis will get this uh, for this trade deadline? Because in a recent interview, he had said um, that he's at least looking at one more D man, and depending on Jake Muzzin, it may be two. So forwards are out of the question. It's only D-man. So you're saying there's no chance we can get Phil Kessel? 
<laughs> no, I hear that Phil Kessel's make. He's, he's, he's on the market. Yeah, can but, you imagine uh, Phil Kessel? A Phil Kessel, would be Mitch Marner, I think and Phil, oh, and Phil would have loved to play on this team. Yeah, he would have. The attention <laughs> off of him. Yeah, you know, free to eat his hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. He goes back to the same guy. Great outside his condo. Yeah, nobody, nobody's gonna be, you know, taking the hot dog out of his mouth to ask him the burning questions. He can kind of sit in the background and and with his wicked wrist shot kind of do his thing and yeah. then let the let the young kids take the attention um i still can't i'm still i'm still salty <laughs> with the, so. i'm still salty with the wasted uh phil kessel era of the leafs but, but yeah they, they, they built that up yeah those were th- they were bad years <laughs> but they were fun years yeah but uh yeah i don't i don't i don't really know um I don't know too much of who is available defensive wise to, to make any calls. I'm not sure. The uh, the big name for this year, at least on defense, is Jacob Chikrin. Yeah, that's, from Arizona. That's what I got my eyes on. Um, I got my fingers crossed that the least pick this kid up. On it, I feel like the price might be because I keep hearing like picks and prospects for him, and I just. I, I don't want the Leafs to give up Matthew Nyes. I've been hearing good things about the kid. I'm hearing uh, um, uh, Dermot, Dermot and, and Travis Engel because we got to get rid of him okay, maybe. if we want Robertson to stay on the team. Yeah. Honestly, like Nick's been really impressive. Like, he's looked – like, since the first game when he was on the uh, included on the roster, he's been hungry for a goal. Um, that's yeah. a – I don't want him. And even – the, the thing with Robertson is fucking it's awesome to see him on the Leafs now because in the season that was cut short by COVID, he was impressive to watch with the Marlies because he went on this goal tear where um, I think leading up to the pause, he got 50, 55 goals. Robertson? Yeah, with the Marlies. Um, yeah, he's got a... Honestly, got that's... I don't want to give shot. him up. I don't want to give him up. No. He's um, got a, a good kid. <laughs> Going places, more um, places than Engvall, that's for sure. It's, <laughs> yeah, within the Leafs roster, yeah, Engvall's like, uh, you know, he's got good size and good reach and everything like that. But uh, I don't sometimes know. Speed. speed, he just comes running in. But uh, I don't know if he's continuing to develop into a better player. I think he's kind of hit his peak. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's reached his potential. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so to get back, I guess to kind of quickly recap the games. Um, so they lost 5-1 to Buffalo. Um, honestly, the only good takeaway out of that game was, was Sandine's goal. Sandine's been impressive this year. I like that, um, but he... He does he make had, mistakes, he but, had, like, he's got such good potential yeah, to be potential, better. he's young. Like, that's gro- it's, it's for sure growing pains. He's got a bright um, future, that's for sure. It's, it's scary though because it's like uh, we keep taking our chances on these like offensive defensemen, and the last one was Jake Gardner, you know, and you know it was eventually look how that turned out. Yeah, the you know the least least nation kind of turned on him. Yeah, he had he, a lot of pressure. He was the scapegoat, I think, for a lot of like the Leafs like uh, defensive troubles for so long just because he was an offensive defenseman. So I'm just a little worried that, you know, Sandini's he's good, but is he going to be the next scapegoat to 
Um, you know, he's a talented uh, defenseman with some offensive skills, but is that going to, you know, everyone going to start blaming him when, you know, they we don't have stay-at-home defensemen? Uh, hopefully not. Uh, I think for the first, he's he's exiting, I think, his, uh, his big mistakes zone, that young mm-hmm. era of his life, you know. Should be getting some more experience, some more knowledge. You know what happened in Buffalo there. The the things he gave up. I don't think you're gonna see him do that too much anymore. Yeah, he's gonna like he's someone that's capable of learning from his mistakes. Yeah, you know. There's some players that will just keep making the same mistake (laughs) over (laughs) and over over again. Uh, Jake Gardner. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, you're not insane unless you keep doing it over and over. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) the definition of insane. Uh, So moving on, uh, they played Vancouver on Saturday. Uh, What was really cool about this game was it was Wayne Simmons' uh, 1,000th NHL game. Um, And then in this game, um, it was definitely not an egg. This one was more, you know, both teams had brought it. It was right up until the like the final twenty seconds, um, when Vancouver got the empty net. That it was uh, it was a lost game. Um, but boys, what did you think of Toronto's efforts in that game? With Vancouver, uh, I thought it was another tough loss. Uh, it's going to happen, but like at least they at least they brought it. They brought it. It was a goalie battle. Would have been nice to secure the dub, considering we lost. I think it was like the week. fourth Vancouver goal, where it just kind of squeaked past um, Campbell's five hole. Like it slowly, yeah. like that's one he should have made. I don't um, like that one, but that that's a hard one to get. Yeah, it seemed like this game was a couple of just like tough goals, like yeah, that bounces. bounces, and like it, it could. It seemed like a you know had the dice rolled a little differently, it could have been a a decent a whole win different for the, game. For the Leafs, like uh, just a couple of you know split second decisions in front of net that resulted in stupid goals instead of complete defensive breakdowns. Like they didn't, it didn't seem like as much of a yeah, travesty. It wasn't, no, it wasn't a much of a defensive breakdown at all. And just a couple of like, oh, did oh shoot, that was a dumb decision, and then it's in the net, and it's like, ah, oh, well. And then they answered it back, kept answering it back with more goals, and it was a decent back and forth. And what was nice about this game, too, was uh, Johnny fucking Toronto finally oh, getting yeah. a goal again. That was oh, awesome. I'll raise my cup to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, same here. Um, John Tavares, shopper at Canadian Tire Liberty Village. Uh, as you guys saw, I shared the picture with you. Yeah. <laughs> In the chat group, that was really cool. Yeah, he, uh, he does his own shopping. He, he does, no, no, he does. Well, he his wife does the purchasing, and uh, he shows up to to pick up the product in the store. He does the hard work. I think it was actually the the day that he visited our store um, was a day that the Leafs had a practice. Uh, so I think what it was was his wife purchased something online. <laughs> And he, she was like, John, you're out at practice. You may as well go pick us up this online order I made for it. Because <laughs> it showed her name as the as the purchaser, and then he was the pickup name. So she's like, John, I know you're going to be out at practice. You, you may as well go pick this up. I bought this stuff. John. Hey, it's me, awesome. John Tavares. I'm here for an online order. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody, nobody, he was in it. He was like in and out 
very quietly. Nobody, nobody kicked yeah. him. I mean, that sounds about right. He is a quiet. Even putting up points, he's quiet. Yeah, well, you know, puts quiet. in his work. Quiet. He does around. his thing. Um, and then even uh, on the Leafs goal size of things in the uh, that that was just such a fun fucking story. Um, uh, Nick Robertson got his first regular season. NHL goal. It was a dandy. And, oh, God, it was beautiful. Um, and Matthews with another two-goal game. Yeah. And, honestly, he he just touches the puck. And it goes in. It's it, fucking magic. It finds its way it's, to a goal. It's funny because Marner has, like, magic as, like, one of his nicknames, but yet Matthews is, like, more magic than Marner. I think he just, uh, Matthews just has, like, net awareness like he just knows how to shoot it towards the net. Yeah, he's and if the goalie's not in the right position, it's gonna hit the net. Like it's gonna go so in. He's a natural goal scorer. Like he yeah. knows. Uh, he knows how to score. He knows where the empty zones are gonna be on the net without yeah. even looking at the net. Yeah, he knows, <laughs> yeah. How to, he knows how to hit them just yeah. the, with his eyes closed. Exactly. I think I honestly think he could probably shoot at the net with his eyes closed and hit it. Like, uh, yeah, you know, he ten should. out of ten times. I hope so. For thir- thirteen million, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's worth worth every fucking penny. Um, and a stat that I wrote down here, this one came up on the broadcast, um, is the Leafs are nineteen four and three when Austin Matthews scores. After that game, well, they had lost six to four. Yeah, it's ah fuck. Uh, um, but after that, the record would now probably be uh, nineteen five and three, which, oh, if only that could be their actual record now. Um, and then just last night they played Columbus, and it was kind of a bit more of the same. Fucking uh, the Leafs with a dominant first period, and they went up three nothing. Like uh, Columbus had looked so off. For that first period, um, I gotta tell you, it was fun. I, I honestly thought the Leafs were gonna go on another like ten goal. It was looking. Goal ramp. It was looking like it. But, uh, six minutes a game. You know what? The the tide changed. I in the second period when Columbus came back, uh, go one goal at a time too. Um, yeah. But honestly, it's not they. They folded, but they didn't break. No, at like this point, they, I, whenever the Leafs go up a lot like that, two, three, three nothing. One. Three like, one seems to be the curse number this year. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as a hockey player myself, when you when you reach that number so early in the game, <laughs> three nothing, you, you, you kind of you, take your pe- your your foot off the, the, the gas. gas. Yeah, you feel relaxed and you feel comfortable, and you know what we're doing here is good. Game from here, and you kind of lose track of uh, that that intensity. Yeah, to keep pushing. You know? And the thing is, is you're the the difference is you're on the level of the NHL where you take your foot off the gas for three minutes, and it's a whole different game. You can get three or four goals in three minutes in the NHL if you've yeah. got the right team in front of you. Like it's yeah. insane how quickly teams can come back. Only takes. Well, I mean, look at Detroit. Four, three, four seconds. <laughs> like a couple weeks ago, eight. came back from seven two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a scary. <laughs> that was wild. Every game in the eighties was like that. 10, 10 11, 
shit like that. That's what it was like. Um, it was like the, the goalies uh, shrunk their equipment for, for one game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what was it? In this one, uh, Mikheyev got a goal. It was his 10th of the season. Uh, he opened the scoring for the game. Yeah. Gotta, uh, that was a nice hard battle he's playing, to, to get. He's playing exceptionally better, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, he kind of reminds me of Tarasenko because, like, the player had asked for a trade. He stays with the team, and he's putting in, like, the best season of his career. He is, especially at the end here. Yeah, the, yes. the the thing is, is is like his his injury from a couple of years ago, like that that's an intense injury. Like I think the wrist uh, injury that he it, like when it cut through his wrist, like he severed a couple like tendons in his arm. Like that's not just something you put a band aid on and come no. back next week. Like because he was a different player when he came back. Themselves, yeah, and that's like that's your whole like stick handling you know ability right there that you've got to suddenly reattach those tendons and then regain those muscles and relearn how to use them and like it's it's like he's always been like a really capable player um i guess now he's going to be more probably more careful of like the situations that he gets into and uh um but it seems like he's starting to rediscover the talent that he is he's he's always had He's, he's, he's gotten speed, every goal yeah. he's gone. The ten goals he's gotten have all been nice goals. Yeah, hardworking goals. Is there, the speed's there right now. Um, if there's another player, he reminds me of too is Kapanen with the speed. Yeah. Like just he's he's on that same level I as Chappy. He's even a better finisher. Than he reminds Kapanen. me of yeah. a better. Kapanen. He reminds me of a better Grabowski. Bravo, oh Jesus! That's a that's a throwback. That guy, he had a, he had a lot of heart. That guy, yeah. like, he really like, yeah, I the, wanted the, to win. <laughs> he just had a really bad team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and that's why Mikhail reminds me. He you can see he's hungry for it. He just he looks like you've let him rabid dog loose, and he's just yeah, like, yeah. all around the ice trying to eat a bowl of the puck he that he can. He just oh, <laughs> go go get it, get, go. go get it, boy. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Marner got his 22nd of the season. Uh, and Matthews hitting him with the 40 again. First NHL player to hit 40 goals this season. He's taking the heart. And uh, I saw that uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, him and uh, Daryl Sittler hold the record now. For uh, consecutive seasons with uh, 40 goals. At four seasons, yeah. Yeah. Um, if he can do it again next it's on year, Daryl Sittler level. If anyone has the the right to grow out a mustache like that, you better be on Daryl Sittler. Level. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting in the work. At first, you think, "Who's this guy? Think he is growing a mustache?" <laughs> but then he puts up Daryl Sittler. First, you, know, like you can grow whatever <laughs> you want to grow. Mutton chops. And he, owns, around. he owns the mustache. Yeah, yeah, the uh, handlebars. Yeah. Even. Yeah, Go for it. <laughs> you, if you want to grow a mustache, you now have to send royalties to Austin Matthews. <laughs> He's the owner. Uh, and Bunting. Honestly, that first line. I, I said it in the previous episode. That, that first a, line is an all-star line. That's a happy line right there. Bunting, Matthews, yeah, and Marner. They're like happy to oh. play together. Guys, you know? <laughs> when they, I think when, when they, every time they're about to hop on the ice, one of them just turns to each other and goes, Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee. <laughs> All right, first line. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, what was it? There was a GIF that came out last night um, after one of Matthews or uh, Marner or Bunting's goal, and Matthews just screams right into Bunting's ear. Yeah. Like, yeah, Matthews looks like a player that's going to leave to Arizona when his contract is up. Oh, no. That's he, no. He loves the attention here. Yeah, he, he loves, loves putting the team yeah, on his back. Like, you're, like you're, you can, he, I'm sure he could continue to be a superstar there, but the, the fan base is not there. Like you're giving up. The fan base in the high school that they're going to yeah. be playing in? Yeah. <laughs> the heart of hockey. I mean, that'll be fun to watch, I watching a him. hockey team in... You know, I could probably see him retiring or like his last season the end of in his Arizona. Career, yeah, I could just see. to get a like an Arizona Coyotes jersey with his name on I it. Assuming yeah, they can that afford would be to cool. stay in the league. Yeah, <laughs> like what Spets is doing. They're having a lot of trouble with that. I'm sure he, you know he's probably gone out and bought himself a custom jersey with his name on the back by now. I mean, he's he probably already had it. Maybe somewhere growing up in Arizona. Exactly. Uh, and then Michael Bunting with his 20th goal of the season. He's got 45 points total so far. Uh, at 26 or 27 years of age, he's the leading rookie in goals after last night's goal. Like, <laughs> that whole top line is, is fucking award winner after award winner. Yeah. Um, and then even there was a tweet I had seen last night. I can't recall from who. Um, but the top line, uh, each with a goal and assist in last night's game, they had, they have a combined 40 points in the last seven games. Can you tell me if that's good? <laughs> 40 points that's, in uh, seven fucking games. Are you that's kidding some of me? The, the best, uh, Maple Leafs offensively played hockey you're like, going to see. Honestly, this team can get fucking points. Come, <laughs> can get points like no tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so the Leafs won last night 5-4. Uh, and a couple uh, Leaf notes. So some tweets that came out this morning um, is, so Jake Muzzin skating again, at least as of today's practice. What injury was he out with? Oh, fuck. I want to see. Well, I mean, he's looked injured he this a, whole he season. A, he took a bad hit. But he's looked he's looked different this whole season. But it was this last injury like really did it in. Um, but at least as of today, uh, this tweet from Mike Steffens at Mikey Steffens eighty one uh, tweets: Muzzin is taking in all caps really easy during the skate this morning. Has spent a lot of time in between quick skating drills. Resting either on the bench or in front of it. The Leafs are clearly taking the most cautious approach possible here. They're not in a rush. No, and he follows it up with um, Muzzin consistently chatting with the medical staff too. Debriefing with three trainers after every individual drill. So they're really playing it safe. And honestly, with Muzzin, I was so hyped when the Leafs got him. And hearing, okay, like... That was our... Honestly, I was really hyped for him. first, and... But seeing that they're playing it safe with him, because he can be he can be a force to record. He was with the Kings, for fuck's sakes, when they won their Cups. Um, just... He's the only really defensive... There's still no defenseman. timeline on when he's coming back, but it's just... 
it's good to see that at least he's skating. Um, and then, so there's one more note here. This one um, is really interesting because at least, uh, so recently Kyle Dubas had said um, that the Leafs will be looking at only defensemen for this trade deadline. Um, but there's this tweet from a Chicago Blackhawks person who covers the Chicago Blackhawks, um, Mario, Mario, blah, um, Tira Bassi, I hope I didn't fuck up your name, um, tweets, according to Frank Saravelli, Toronto and Chicago could be a trade match for Mark Andrew Fleury. You know what, I... I was talking to you about that a week ago. Yeah, like, uh, the goalie problem. Because like I'm right on now? the side of like I'm hoping a great. Oh, he'd addition. be beloved like, here. I the think, moment it happens. Yeah, I think uh, like to get like a veteran goalie like that in uh, going into a playoffs, like that that'd be incredible. That'd be trust like right off the bat. I think it's a good move. I don't know because uh, like when Marazic came in, like, it was kind of like everyone felt iffy on him. Yeah, but Mrazek, they brought him in. That was literally just based on the money and the numbers. It could have been any name really behind that. Um, but, yeah, so the rest of the tweet here, it says, could have a third team in the deal to offset more Flurry's deal with Chicago retaining 50%. Uh, Toronto could send Mrazek to Chicago in a trade, plus top prospects and top-end picks. Yeah, I just I don't want to see Matthew Nice go. No, you don't want to see who no. go. Matthew Nice, one of the the Leafs' top prospects. Oh, I don't know much about. Him. I've just uh, honestly I've just been hearing good things. I've seen a uh, very few highlights, but I don't know. I don't want to give up. But I, mean, I don't want to give up this what's coming. Good, if Usually, this means, if this means a good. Push for the playoffs. Though. Like, I mean. Do you want to keep betting on the future, future yeah. when you're? Uh, when you, we we spent a lot of time betting on our future. I think now is the, the future time. is now. Usually, yeah. I say keep your prospects, but we're, I think we're past that point yeah, now. Yeah. But, uh, we got to win while Matthews and Marner are still in, in their, their youth, in their prime. Yeah, like, like right before now. thirty, <laughs> <laughs> before they hit thirty. <laughs> You know, they Fuck, came, I don't they think they've even hit what? 25 yet. Uh, they came in here at like 20, 21. How old are Something they Something like that, yeah. No, uh, Matthews is like there. 24, 25. Yeah, they're halfway there. They're getting um, there. Whoa. <laughs> the first five years, you know, we still haven't seen round two. So yeah. There's five year. more years left. This is it. <laughs> yeah. This is the year. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, even if these new guys are going to be good in you know five years, then you're betting on what a second round draft pick for the Leafs do have a lot of like first round and second round draft picks for the next upcoming years. Let me bring it up quickly. Oh, I think it would I, be. I just captain. do think it is. It is like if we got to. But Dubas said he didn't want to give up a lot get, of like some players that could make actual difference I, in the playoff. I felt like that was the push they tried for last year. But they didn't they went, choose the right players. Yeah. yeah. Like Joe Thornton and, you know. That was a fun, like at first it was fun, but they had produced. What did Joe Thornton do? When they yeah. brought in Felino for um, right around the playoff time, I had, I had really high hopes. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the, such the a. The play Felino was just on it so perfectly for what the Leafs needed. Yeah, and it just it didn't. Uh, 
I mean, if he didn't get injured, if he didn't get injured, and if John Tavares didn't get injured in game, honestly, I. Forgetting the only way no to that, but um, the the Leafs would have had that. Um, I'm amazed they even finished that that first fucking game. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking on cap friendly right now. The Leafs have a pick for round one and two this year. A oh Jesus Christ, a pick for round one, two, three, four, five, and six in 2023. And a pick in every round in 2024. How much, uh, how much money do we got? Right, let me scroll up. Da, 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 da. Oh, shit, no. That number will tell you what we could play with. So we got. We've got about a uh, hundred grand. Nothing. Jacob Chicken. <laughs> 100 grand, we got nothing right now, pretty much. So, all that means is if a player comes in, a player's going out, someone of the same money caliber. You know? With the same kind of contract. Yeah. Whatever, whatever money value comes in, it has to go out. That's all. So, if they're looking at Chikrin, whatever his... I feel like that's going to be just too high, though. How much know. is he? Do you know how much he is? I, I don't know. I've been hearing um, just picks and prospects, but player-wise, I'm not sure. What is it? The salary cap? The salary? Let me find out what, uh, how much Chikrin costs. And then even, too, with uh, with Mark andrew Fleury... Um, like Vegas, it so, was greasy how they gave him up for like a bag of pucks. I don't think Chicago would give him up for a bag of pucks as well. Flurry? Yeah. Oh, that, that, I don't think so either. Like, I mean, Chicago, they got really fucking lucky. Um, just literally giving up nothing for... A Vesna candidate goalie. A Vesna winner goalie, even. Um, so, Jacob Chikrin, mm. he costs $4.6 million. And you know what, to me, that's uh, that's right around. What's what's Riley getting paid? He's getting paid. He just what, he just got paid five a year, I think. He's around. I I think he's around the same caliber guy as Riley. You know, just more of a defensive touch to him. Mm-hmm. Then Riley's got the offensive touch. He's got more of the defensive touch. I'd say with Richie, he's, he can shoot the puck too and everything. Don't get me wrong. Are you suggesting trade away Captain Morgan? No, no, that's not what I'm <laughs> at all. I'm just saying that's the caliber, like defenseman. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna get. If know? that's the situation, it's not worth it because, uh, like, if you had to trade Riley for him, 
Um, like adding him on with Riley would be good, but um, oh, that would Riley, you have to just too too much good uh, like uh, repertoire with the rest keep, of the team and and you know morale reasons. Like I feel like yeah, Riley that would create Riley's, such a huge hole. Riley's the, your uh, next captain after room. Tavares. Yeah, that's my opinion. That the captain goes to Riley, but Chikrin is gonna he's he's got to be on the team with Riley, Sandine, and Muzzin. Those yeah, yeah. those are your top four D men. Yeah, going is into what it should be with time. Chikrin, you know, and then you're gonna have Lil Grin and uh, Sandine, the Lithuania sounding guy. No, this is new guy. The full thing actually <laughs> fits on the back yeah, of the jersey. Amazing, fit it on the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't go across the arms at all. Um, so on that, that's just about all of the show notes. If you boys have any extra leaf thoughts or hockey thoughts you want to put out for the show for the listeners. Um, I, I just think I'm in the, the mindset of, uh, for the most part, I haven't, it's been a chore to kind of watch them this season after yeah. last season. I'm just really trying to hold of, out to the playoffs and see what they can do in the playoffs. Cause it feels like no matter they got to make it there first. Whether they hardly make the playoffs or whether they come first in the division. I'm currently wearing a North Division 2021 Champs. Hell yeah, Army baby. Shirt. Champs. And, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a, I feel like it's they a went value, on sale. Right and, I, and I wear <laughs> it. I was, I was so pissed at the Leafs. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I now wear it ironically, just for the fact of how bad they did that season. Um, it's it's like now it's like you know I, I'm done watching them. You know whether they come in last or come in first in a playoff position, it, it's what they do when they get there. That that uh, I'm I'm ready to see a round two. Well, at yeah, least yeah. we're all um, just about as ready for that as. The world was ready for ending COVID. It's about that, yeah. th- that level of intensity the Leaf fans feel, you know? Yeah, I'd say more. More, <laughs> more, more so than more. All right, well, before we get into the upcoming games and predictions, let's end it on the standing. So right now the Leafs are currently third in the Atlantic, which, all right, they're comfortably in third. Nice. And then in the overall league, they're seventh top 10 team that's you know that's got to be nice to hear um and then with a record of in 56 games so we're almost we're almost at the playoffs um they have 36 wins 16 losses and four overtime for 76 points 76 was a good year boston released their debut album in 1976 <laughs> fun fact wow it's a fun fact mike and all right it, it, that was fucking fun um <laughs> Um, so to get into the upcoming games and predictions, so boys, just in case if you didn't know, you come to the show to believe for the best. So for this week, it's going to be weird because the Leafs don't play this Saturday. They only play Tuesday and Thursday. Well, yeah, tonight and Thursday. Tonight they play Seattle. What are your boys' finals for tonight's game? You know, I played... The Leafs versus Seattle in NHL 22 yesterday, and they were nice. they were hard to beat. Um, I actually lost the game. They've gone worse <laughs> throughout this whole season, I, so but it's because it was my first time playing NHL 22, and I had it on pro difficulty. So I, 
After that game, I rookie mistake. I, I turned it down to semi-pro. After that game, they they did not win. I lost that game like six to two. Oh Jesus! Um, but I'm gonna say, you know, the actual Leafs that uh, you know have a little bit better experience than I do in uh, NHL 22. I think it's gonna be a close one. I think uh, I think it's three to two for the Leafs. Nice. Close game. Close That's game. Close to what I was going to say. Juliano? I have, uh, I have a 4-2 um, uh, score in mind, and uh, the fourth goal is just because of the empty netter. Empty netter, yeah. So it'll the be 3-2, but then they'll, they'll pull their goal and they'll get an empty netter. That's what I'm thinking more. Yeah. See, I'm, uh, I'm betting on that empty net goal. <laughs> I'm going with a bit more of a blowout here. I'm going to say the Leafs win 5-1 to one because Seattle has gotten worse throughout this whole year, which is, I don't know, surprising, but also not surprising. But, but also teams that... But Jared McCann's getting the goal for Seattle. That is for sure happening. Especially teams that do horrible. Especially around this time of year. Towards towards the end of the season, they have nothing to lose. They, for whatever reason... Sometimes they'll get a sneaky win. They, no, they'll, they'll just... Slaughter the leaps. Yeah. Like they'll be like, like "Oh, we're like last." Buffalo did. You yeah. know, they're out of the race already. Yeah, <laughs> like we got nothing to lose. Let's just destroy the leaps, and that's, <laughs> that just somehow happens every year. It's it's like clockwork. It's and it happens without uh, without hesitation. Uh, you face a, a last place team at the end of the season, and the leaps just get slaughtered because the team has nothing to lose. That's all it is, really. So that's I, I feel like. Butter. For that reason, the Leafs could struggle tonight, as you got a little bit, a little bit of nothing to lose, uh, you know, state of mind. That's true. All right. Hopefully, Matthew stays on the heater. He's on. I'll bet on the window because uh, I think they want to carry this win into a streak. Would be nice to turn it around. Yeah. Um, and then on Thursday, they play Arizona. I do not know how Arizona has played in the past few games. Arizona, uh, but they last are, time they beat us, surprisingly, it was a shocker of a win for Arizona. Mm. They are a bottom bottom five they're, team. They're another like that, they're, that game there was a little earlier. I think the Leafs just expected it to be an easy one. Mm. They didn't want to, you know, show the guns. And, <laughs> and didn't want to. Come Arizona, out to the gun show. Arizona came out and brought the heat. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, but believing for wins here, what do you think uh, is on par for Thursday? Well, assuming the Leafs know what happened last game, I think they're going to try a little bit harder. Matthews is for sure going to score because he always scores against Arizona. I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, the Arizona Even in game, the losses. I feel like they're going to remember their loss. I feel like they're also coming off a rest day. Uh, in regards, like in comparison to today, it's, it's a back to back. They're going to have a rest day um, or uh, two rest days. Or, uh, uh, Wednesday, tonight? and then they play on Thursday. So yep. one one rest day, then they play, kind of you know, kind of prepare themselves. I think I think they should be able to pull this one off. I'm going to say uh, four to two, Thanks. and not an empty netter. I think four goalie f- net filled. Game, uh, goals. Nice. We'll miss the empty nets. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say the Leafs win 2-1. to one. I, I think we're going to be in for a surprisingly close game. Um, I don't know. More goals would be nice, but yeah, Arizona can get a sneaky win here and there. Yeah. Um, 
So on that, Brandon, if you want to explain the rules of this pop culture game. Okay, so it's something called trivia, where I do something called asking a question, and you guys have to do something called answering the question. So it's a little complex. If you guys need a refresher on the rules, just let me know. But uh, I pulled this card. It's got <laughs> four questions on it. Um, and uh, basically, you got four categories here. Um, kind of got like sci-fi, drama, adventure, and comedy. It's like, there, and I'll, I'll choose a question from one category and see if you guys um, know the answer. I'm going to be uh, good at like maybe one subject here. <laughs> comedy. So, uh, what was <laughs> Walt Disney's first full-length feature film? The first full-length feature film from Walt Disney. Well, I'm going to say what everybody wants to say. <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> well, he's on the steamboat. Those, those were short. But that was an animation. That was short, yeah. Yeah, an animation could be a full feature length, but that, that was, those were shorts. The Mickey Mouse, those were really... But this is a full feature film. Full, this is a full movie, animated or live action, uh... First ever Walt Disney film. Like, oh fuck, I'm out of my depths here. Um, no, maybe uh, Peter Pan or something. Bambi. No, so the the answer is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh fuck. Believe it came out sometime in the 30s. Yeah. Oh, before the war. Peter Pan yeah. was after. The war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Um, okay. Can any of you name two of the four hobbits in the Lord of the Rings, the two towers? Ooh. You know, considering I... Absolutely I not. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I don't know any... <laughs> I don't know Can you name many, any of your fellow hobbits? <laughs> no. I was abandoned and uh, never got to get in touch with any of them. <laughs> and can, can you guys name a single hobbit? From any of the Lord of the Rings. Absolutely not. <laughs> the main <laughs> hobbit. The main hobbit from Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, fuck. What's his name? From, uh, from Sherlock and Black Panther. Oh, close. Not, not quite Fredo. It's Frodo. It's Frodo. It's Frodo. I'll give Juliano a half point on there. <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> I think that might have been a nickname for me. <laughs> that still is your nickname. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, let me see here. There's a lot of like very obscure movies in here. Find a like, good one. Who is Steve Martin's co-star in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? John Candy. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Beat me 10 out of 10 times. What does 1408 mean in the movie 1408? It's the room number. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a hotel room number. That was a scary movie. I've only ever seen the movie poster. Yeah, it was a Stephen King horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. And the trailer. Um, What British buddy cop movie has a small town executing... uh, uh, hot Fuds. Yeah. Greater yeah. yeah. good. Yeah. Hot I was raised on entertainment. <laughs> yeah. 
Some of these... Uh, Entertainment and hockey. Some of these are <laughs> really easy. Like, uh, who is Leia's father? Vader. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Some of them are just, like, incredibly easy. Um, what helps the medicine go down, according to Mary Poppins? Oh, it has been fucking forever since I've seen Mary Poppins. I actually Poppins. recently watched the <laughs> Mary Poppins movie, so this is very fresh in my mind. But uh, Did you ever according see to Mary Poppins and her very catchy song, what helps the medicine go down? It's, going up? Oh, no. It's a... <laughs> yeah, this one's going it's right a, over uh, me here. A spoonful of sugar. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Wasn't there a new one? Yeah, so I, I watched the old one because I'd never seen it and I want to watch the new one. They're both pretty good. Um, let's see here. Johnny Depp makes a white Christmas for Winona Ryder in what Tim Burton film? So it's a Tim Burton film with Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. You guys are trying to picture who Winona Ryder is. She's the mom from Stranger Things. She was in... Um, she was also in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, Tim Burton. So it was a movie with Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. Was it like Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, that's oh, it. Fuck. Edward Scissorhands. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Um, only, I haven't seen it in years. It is good. Johnny Depp in a movie with snow around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one with him in snow, but all the other movies are Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. The, the, the newer, uh, was it? Harry Potter movies don't have any. All the um, all the titles are losing because they're big titles. Some of these uh, are really easy. So here's a really easy one. Uh, What movie sees Will Ferrell leave the North Pole to look for his real father? (laughs) (laughs) You know that one. (laughs) (laughs) I watch that one. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's because the modern classic. Um. In Watchmen, what character is blue and naked? Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Nerd points right there. I don't think I've seen The Watchmen. Oh, it's a long movie. It's a long movie. It's very faithful to the source material, because from what I had heard uh, while I was going through production and filming is they didn't have um, actual like script books. They used the actual graphic novel. And they went panel for panel, which... And actually, there's a really good... Uh, was it HBO? That yeah, the, the new... Show? HBO came out with a Watchmen series that took place after the events of the comic book, like modern day. And uh, it was really good. Um, but it, it became it became a limited series. So they, uh, they, they're not going to pick it up. It's just a kind of like one and done story, which sucks because there was a lot of like really good, uh, cool like uh, character development for characters from the original Watchmen, like Doctor Manhattan. There was a whole arc about his like changing of bodies and everything like that. It's pretty cool. Um, okay, I'll do two more, and then we can call it a, a day. 
Um, in Pixar's The Incredibles, what does Edna Mode refuse to add to superhero costumes? Capes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. No capes. No capes. You'll get no. sucked into a wind turbine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a great one. Uh, the sequel was pretty good, too. Yeah, I think uh, I actually enjoyed the sequel a little bit more than the original. Um, what? Tar- oh, treat yourself. What? Qu- what Quentin Tarantino film was the first Western in 34 years to oh, have fun. a score by Ennio Morricone? The Django Unchained. No. Ah, oh, fuck. He's only ever rather Western, basically. Like, I'm only really familiar with the Django Unchained. He came out with Django Unchained, but then a little bit later he released one more. Oh, uh, the Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. There we go. That, I, see, the thing with that movie is I remember watching it. It was but, really good. Yeah, I, honestly, honestly, I turned it off. I was I was bored with it after the yeah. first hour. Oh, the ending of the Hateful yeah. Eight was the best part of the Hateful oh, movie. Like, basically, so the, the Hateful Eight is like a slow burn. It starts off uh, very slow and like everybody's kind of gathering in the cabin, but then suddenly, you know, people start to distrust each other and then you realize that, you know, um, you know, some of them are there to, as like a booby trap and it's, it's really good. Um, this this is an easy one for you, Mike across the universe features the music of what super group? They were bigger than Jesus. (laughs) The motherfucking Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. That's, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I took my time getting to the answer there. <laughs> uh, what Charles uh, Dickens character has been portrayed by Michael Caine, Christopher Plummer, and Jim Carrey? And Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Michael Caine, and Christopher Plummer all played this one oh, uh, Charles Dickens character. Stooge. Stooge? No, um... Stooge. From the, the fucking Christmas story. I, I need a name, Mike. I'm going to need oh, you to do fuck. better than Stooge. Oh, fuck. No, I swear it was Stooge or something, no? <laughs> think of... Uh, the liquid courage is hitting right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Think of a full name. Uh, Stooge McDuck. The main... <laughs> oh, Scrooge. Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge. Yes, Scrooge. Oh, I was Not missing the I also I'll accept Scrooge Ebenezer Scrooge Ebenezer Stooge is not I I gotta tell you the uh, Screech Rum he said Stooge all I kept thinking of was the three Stooges mine got all screwed up (laughs) the the Screech Rum hits up on you sneakily yeah Um, okay let me see if I shot after shot Although he might have been a good one in there if he was. Oh, fuck, I'm drunk. Okay, okay, and here we go. Here's like a pretty fitting ending to this. Uh, another easy one. Oh, boy. What movie, what movie is considered the culmination of a story arc told over 22 films? The Marvel Cinematic Universe, also known as the MCU. Okay, that's the that's the arc. That's not the question, though. What movie what? is considered the culmination? Oh, Avengers Endgame. Yes. Marvel Studios prevents Avengers Endgame. 
It, it doesn't prevent it. Presents it. Presents it. There we go. Yeah. We got there. We got there. <laughs> yeah, All right. Dude. This has been Brandon Corrects Mike's Grammar podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening in. I, <laughs> I'll let you do the rest of the outro, Mike. Yeah. So that's <laughs> do it for the show. The liquor hits quick. Um, Screech. So, so, <laughs> so you can follow the show on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. This one was a fucking fun one. Um, boys, before I wrap it up with uh, the show and my socials, um, share yours where people can find you. Um, Brandon first and then Juliano. Oh, I'm on Instagram. I think it's Della Skittles. Right. I don't think... Uh, yeah. I think it's Della Skittles. Yeah, I think it's, it's Della Skittles. Yeah. And... Uh, that's about it. That's where you're going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Only on one place. Well, it's Facebook, you know, Giuliano De La Siepe, I'll be right there. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> not that I really tweet, but I'm Dulso on Twitter. I'm Brandon Dulson on Instagram, and I'm Brandon Dulson on TikTok. If anyone feels the urge to follow an, another account on any of those social media platforms. All right, awesome. And you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Believers Pod. Look at that, no grammar mistakes there. Eight and you months. can follow my personal Twitter at MikeyD392 and my personal Insta at Michael Dolson. I've gone back into photography. It's nice taking photos, having a I hobby. See on Instagram, right? Those nightly walks. Yeah, getting back into walking. I'm going to get into shape. I'm going to lose this dad bod. That sense of relaxation. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm always in a zen state. The nighttime air, <laughs> just by walking, looking at a photo. <laughs> um, so that's gonna do it, boys. Thank you for coming into today's episode. I'm gonna end it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great. Until next time. Until Hopefully, next time, you guys right. can become co-hosts. That's right. And listeners, until next time. Peace. Leafs go. Cool.